Welcome to Just Do It HQ, a podcast from Uninterrupted celebrating the 30-year anniversary of those three words. In this podcast, we're talking to athletes, some in their prime and others primed to make it big. We'll hear how they reach the top of their game, why they spend their summers in LA, how they train both mentally and physically, and what makes them more than an athlete. I'm your host, Denise Jones, here at Just Do It HQ in Los Angeles. Growing up here in LA, I was an athlete. I played soccer and swam competitively, but my one true love was basketball. I played ball all the time. When I was a little girl, I wanted to grow up and play in the WNBA to be the next Lisa Leslie or Shamiqua Holdsclaw. I may not have made it to the league, but I'm still living my sports dream as a sideline reporter and a sports analyst. So it's only right we kick off episode one highlighting a young female athlete with big dreams. Meet Sky Brown, a nine-year-old skateboarding prodigy. My crazy dream is to be a world champion skater and a surfer. Sky's dreams are so crazy that she lives on two continents to accomplish them, skating over any and all barriers in her way. The hardest is when people say I'm too young or like I can't do this because you're a girl. Sky is just do it personified and she's already caught the attention of those at the very top of her sport. She, she can do big airs. <laughs> That's insane. That's Latricia Buffoni, the most medaled female skateboarder ever. In a couple of years, I think she can be in the Olympics for Park. She's going to be even better. I'm a big fan. <laughs> in addition to her newfound fandom for Sky, Latricia stopped by the studio here at Just Do It HQ to tell us about what it was like getting to the top of her sport, a sport that didn't have many girls in it when she was young. The first person she had to convince was her dad. My dad was super against skateboarding because... I was the only woman skating, so he didn't let me skate. He she, uh, he broke my board once. Yeah, he cut my board in half, and he was like, yeah, I don't want you to skate because this is not for girls. Right. It's for guys. And um, I was 9 or 10, and I started crying and crying for like two days. And then the next, the two days later, I was setting up a new board, and my dad saw me setting up a new board. He, was, he looked at me, and he was like, yeah, there's nothing I can do, right? You're going to keep skating. I'm like, yeah, I love skating. I want to keep skating. And I want to prove you that skateboarding is not only for guys, it's for women too. You were obviously very passionate. I was just in love with skateboarding. You know? I was in that moment that I want to skate all day long. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to do anything else. I was skating my street. Because back in the days, we didn't have skate parks. And like the only skate park that we had, it was like 30 minutes from my house. So you just skate anywhere. I was just skating my, skating my streets, and um, I was finding like little ledges, like little stairs, and I was just learning tricks. When did you know that this dream of skateboarding was something that you know it was very special? That something that you had to follow. I think the first time I compete, uh, my first competition, I got first place, and it was the first time that I that I saw more girls skating. So I was like, wow, I can really do this. Like, I'm good. Like, right. I can keep, like, can, can win, you know? And good is an understatement, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I kept skating. Like, after my first contest, my, my dad started supporting me a lot. He started taking me to all the contests, taking me to the skate park every day. It was very natural, you know? I started skating, I started learning tricks, and um, I just 
kept doing it. Letitia's dad went from being skeptical to supportive and eventually to challenging Letitia to be great. When she was 14, Letitia's dad gave her an ultimatum. I don't get to talk about that a lot. Like, I talk about it before in some interviews, but I don't get to talk a lot. And um, so we went to this skate camp um, here in California, and then I was trying this trick for, like, I was, I was just trying over and over, and, like, I couldn't What trick it. was it? I think it was a no lean word heel flip, uh, rock and roll to fakie. <laughs> I know. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal at all. It's kind of like... It's a trick that I used to do before, like a lot. And then I was just trying, trying. I was trying to film this video and um, shooting photo. And then my dad was just there, like, watching for hours. Like, and he was like, okay, so you said you want to stay in the U.S., right? I was like, yeah, I want to stay. I want to, comp-. like, there was more contests, like, for the season. Yeah, I want to stay here and I want to compete the other contests. And he was like, okay, I'm going to give you a chance. If you land this trick... I think he gave me like three, tri- three tries. Three tries? Yeah. I don't know for how long, but I was trying over and over. And then he was like, yeah, if you land it right now, I'll let you stay for the rest of the season. And I look at him, I was like, nah, you're kidding me. Because like, I never like did anything by myself. I never went to right. like a friend's house by myself, to the skate park by, by oh, myself. Oh, he was going to come back he home. He was like very protected. He yeah, was going to go back home and you were going to stay? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I want to stay for another like five months mm-hmm. and compete out the contest and then I thought he was joking <laughs> but then I was like you know what I gotta do the trick so I did the trick and then he didn't say anything he was speechless yeah he didn't say anything he was like <laughs> he was just like looking he was like can I stay now and he was like we'll talk about it later after a few days of silence Letitia's dad finally made good on his promise And then the last day, like the last moment when he, like, we we're like about to go to the airport, he was like, okay, I'm gonna let you stay. Wow. But like, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Like, if you do anything wrong, like, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna, you're gonna go get back to Brazil. My dad, it's like, he's very protected. Even like now that I'm old, that I'm 25, <laughs> he's like, he calls me all the time. Like, every time I get a new tattoo, he's like, he calls me, he goes crazy. Letitia stayed in the States and kept competing. 11 years later, she's won more skating medals than any woman in history. But her transition to living in L.A. was tough. Yeah, I was really young. I was far from my family. I didn't speak any English. I didn't know anybody here. So I think it was the, like, the most hard year. L.A. is such a beautiful city. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, so I, I'm spoiled to where mm-hmm. I, this is something that, this is my backyard, this is my front yard, this is my home. It's mine now, too. It's your home. <laughs> yeah, you're a native now. You're 11 years 11 in the year. business. Yeah, in I the- call L.A. home, you know, like, I've been here for so long, like, all my friends are here. My whole family is still back in Brazil, but, right. you know, like, everything's here, you know, like, I'm used to here, like. I cannot imagine myself living in another place. Why is L.A. such a great place to live and train for a skateboarder like yourself? I mean, L.A. LA is good for everything. You know, we have a lot of good skate parks. We have the beach. Everything happens in L.A. Like, especially like uh, skateboarding, we travel a lot. So a lot of stuff is in L.A. So I think everything happens in L.A., you know. What's your go-to skate park or area you like to skate in L.A.? Um, I have a skate park in my backyard. Oh, no big so. deal. I'm sorry to bother. <laughs> Early on, where did you like to skate in L.A.? Um, I skate a lot of barracks. It's a private skate park in downtown. Um, 
Man, there's so many good skate there's parks so many in LA. I just I skate everywhere though. I I'm always like driving to different skate parks because we we don't only skate in one skate park. We right. always like go in different skate parks. When you look up Letitia on the internet, there are a lot of videos of her in crutches. Amazingly, she's sometimes even doing tricks while injured. Part of skateboarding, part of all sports, is dealing with injuries. Um, skateboarding hurts a lot. I'm always hurt. Like you said, and uh, I mean, there's not much we can do. You know, like we like I train a lot outside of skateboarding. Um, I I try to keep healthy, eat healthy, like sleep good, but sometimes it's there's nothing you can do. You know, and um, yeah, every time I'm hurt, I'm like, I get so frustrated that I can't skate. So I always try to skate when when I'm on a cast or like on crutches. Yeah, and it's funny because people love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm impressed by it. It's funny because like sometimes I'll try a trick for hours and then when I land and I post it, it doesn't have like a lot of likes, like like a video of me doing a kickflip and crutches, you know. Despite all her accomplishments on a skateboard, Letitia is a lot more than an athlete. I mean, I like to have a life outside of skateboarding, you know, because. I've been doing this for 15 years, so I grew up doing sports my whole life, and then um, when I'm not skating, I'm definitely doing a sport. I'm out surfing or, like, skydiving or playing soccer. (laughs) I play soccer a lot. (laughs) And um, go do a hike. We go surf. And uh, it's good to get out of my zone a little bit, you know, and, like, try different stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah. Just stay active. I'm really close to my family, like, when they're here or, like, I'm in Brazil. I always stay with my family a lot, and then I try to, like, um, give a little time for myself, you know, like, when I'm not traveling, when I'm not skating. That's Letitia Buffoni. She's a hero to lots of skateboarders out there, young and old, female and male. This feels like I should be making beats. Next up, we're talking to star gymnast and amateur beatboxer, Lori Hernandez. You might remember Lori from the 2016 Summer Olympics as a member of the Final Five, where she won a gold medal in the team gymnastics event and a silver on the balance beam. (laughs) Lori stopped by the studio and talked to us about training, competing, and her life outside of gymnastics. We began our conversation talking about how Lori got her start. I was five years old. I remember actually sitting at home on my couch and I was watching TV. And I remember seeing two gymnasts on the balance beam. And I thought that they looked so cool. I couldn't tell. Like, I didn't know gymnastics was a thing at that age. I just, I remember seeing them flip. And I was like, oh, my God, they're ninjas. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So I, you know, all jokes aside, I remember looking at the screen and telling my mom, you know, I want to be just like them. And she was like, okay. She put me in. And that was how I started. So I started at five. I was competing and whatnot. And we entered a program at eight years old called tops it's like talent Mm -hmm. opportunity program and you do a bunch of conditioning and they rank you from you know best to weakest yeah um throughout the united states and and when we got the scores back i had come out in first and i was like oh um and then at nine years old we did the program again and i got invited to different national team camps because of the program and at that age i was like i think i want to go to the olympics that would be a really really neat plan for my career to be an Olympian, you gotta clear a lot of hurdles and compete against a lot of pretty awesome athletes. A decade after she started gymnastics, Lori got her chance and she drank it all in. That was amazing. It was it was a dream that I had always wanted ever since I was a little girl. So the fact that it was actually happening was mind-blowing to me. And I just remember 
thinking, you know, I really have to take this all in because I don't know when I'll ever get this again. I won't ever get the same experience anywhere else. So I remember just looking at everything and, and making sure I memorized all the colors and all the landmarks that I was seeing because it was so incredible. And also to meet all the different athletes, that was, that was one of my favorite parts. Lori didn't get here by accident. She takes good care of herself, not only physically, but also mentally. She gave some good advice to the young athletes she met at Just Do It HQ today. I was telling this to the kids while we were working out today. I told them, you know, self-love and self-care is not selfish at all. Like, if you realize that you are physically tired, that is your body signaling simply that you just need a break. And it's okay to take that break for yourself. Mentally, if you're exhausted, it's okay to take a break from everything for a couple hours or a day or so and just... Take a deep breath. You have to give yourself time to recuperate because life moves really fast. And if you don't take that time to, yeah. to take a breather, it's just going to swipe right by you. So I love that. You got to take a breather. That's you got to really take it. a break. Yeah. However, muscles matter too. I notice that when I'm physically in my best shape, then mentally I am a lot happier. And I notice that the two are very much connected. So mentally, when I'm in a good place, then suddenly it's like, I have this urge to work out and eat healthier and, and whatnot. And then mentally, if things get a little bit hard, then I can see also like my body will react to it. And so it's making sure that I can keep both extremely balanced for me. Lori is currently on a break from gymnastics after her Olympic success in Rio. She found a pretty cool way to spend that time to be more than an athlete. I, I got to do a show called Dancing with the Stars. I have things to wait for that too. And it's not good or bad. It's just the yeah. difference between, because everybody's like, oh, well, you're a gymnast. Dancing must be extremely easy for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Gymnastics, you're barefoot. Dancing, you have heels, which I rolled my ankles a lot, which is totally fine. Gymnastics, I did it for 11 years. Right. Dancing, 11 weeks. <laughs> Gymnastics, competing solo. Dancing with a partner, which was I'm used to leading myself and flipping myself. So when right. someone else has to lead me, I was like, no, I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> By finding balance, working hard, and taking breaks, Lori recently turned 18 with a happy disposition, a few Olympic medals under her belt, and a strong future in the sport. She left us with some advice for young girls trying to follow her footsteps. My biggest advice would be not to quit when it gets really hard because they're in gymnastics, the prime age is like, 12 to 14 that's when all girls start to go through puberty they their level starts to get a little bit higher and that's when a lot of girls quit, tend to quit gymnastics I'm not sure what the average age for other sports are but I'm sure that there is an age where it does get really hard and the advice would be just not to quit when it gets really hard I remember there were different moments where I'd sit down with my mom and be like I'm done and she was like no <laughs> <laughs> but the only reason she did that was not because she was forcing me to be right. in this sport it was because she saw that the little girl in me who loved gymnastics and who wanted to start that, you know, her fire for the sport was not over yet at all. So it was just temporary. Yeah. So you're telling everyone to just do it. Absolutely. Just do it. Just stick with it. You're, you're going to be fine. You're going to beatbox? Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm going to rap over this beat, okay? So keep it going. I'm here with Lori in this booth, and we're at HQ for Just Do It, Uninterrupted is the name. We talked a lot about health, both physical and mental today. Our last guest is one of the people who helps athletes, including Lori Hernandez, be healthy and compete to the best of their potential. I'm only going to ask just because I feel like you're, you look really comfortable right now, is maybe just to get a little closer to this mic. Oh, closer? Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. Once I start answering, the seriousness will all go away. 
<laughs> Jeanette Jenkins is one of Hollywood's most sought after health and fitness experts. Jeanette trains athletes and actors from Serena Williams and Chris Bosch to Pink and Alicia Keys. Jeanette joined us at Just Do It HQ to tell us how she helps athletes be their best. But before Jeanette helped other athletes excel, she was an athlete herself. I grew up as an all-around athlete. Every year I won all-around athlete of the year. That was my thing. You know what I mean? I was that chick. It was like in the morning I would go to swim practice at like 5, 6 a.m. Then I'd go to swim practice to like basketball practice. And I still haven't hit school yet, right? At 16 I got all of my qualifications to be a lifeguard and a swimming instructor. So that was my first paid job in fitness. In college, she studied human kinetics. So it's the study of human movement from birth to death. As I'm training and getting all my certifications and teaching classes, I'm also learning in my classes, you know, everything from physiology to, you know, uh, biomechanics and, you know, musculoskeletal anatomy. So everything is like, all cohesive and I was applying it immediately as I was learning it. Jeanette focuses on training women because she likes it and because she knows it matters. One of the most important messages I want to get across is that young girls who play sports, research has shown that it improves your self-confidence, improves your self-esteem and so I played my first five years playing sports with boys. So my level of confidence was like off the stratosphere. Like a female athlete lives a different life than a male athlete. Females, we're still trying to fight for equal opportunity. You know, it's like there is so much that is not equal when it comes to women's sports and male sports. And, you know, we're doing everything we can to try to get just even the female athletes, the soccer players, the WNBA players to be paid equally. And I'm super grateful for Billie Jean King and everything that she's done in tennis and Serena and Venus and what they've done in tennis to try to, you know, um, keep the equal pay um, amongst both genders. But we have to keep that going for every sport. Being more than an athlete, it means a lot to Jeanette. She transitioned her athleticism into a career as a professional and sees all athletes as much more than the sport they play. I am more than an athlete means so much to me <laughs> on so many levels. First, remove your profession, remove what country you're from, remove your race, and what are you? You're a human being, we all bleed the same blood. Jeanette trains athletes and entertainers too. She's got some words of wisdom for all of us. You have to structure your life. And it's easy when people start having children or getting busy with their school or they let all these other things, their relationship, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, their husband, their wife, their kids, their, their responsibilities, their job, they let all these things run them. And it's like you can have it all, but just not all at the same time. You got to create that balance so you have to take that day if it's one or two days a week that it's totally empty and it's just you refilling yourself and you know you have to say no you have to say no and not feel guilty about it you can't do everything so you choose the things that you can do and sometimes you have to say you know what I can't fit that in this week but maybe we can see if we can do it next week so yeah those are some of my <laughs> But the rock stars get it and they find the balance, you know, like Alicia Keys, Pink, they are incredible at balancing that schedule because if you don't, you'll, you're never going to be able to perform at your best. 
Part of being your best is having the right tools, including a place to get strong and healthy. Jeanette is a big fan of Just Do It HQ. I have been so inspired since I walked in the door yesterday. And for a trainer, this is like a candy store. It's like a one giant candy store. And it made me so happy because it has everything that I would want to offer my clients all in one spot from you know, the weight training equipment that's on the floor, the space on the floor. I love functional training um, because that's how the body moves in real life. So seeing all of the options from the medicine balls to the sleds and just everything that you can use to put a program together, the TRXs, the walls, the indoor, outdoor. And then sometimes people underestimate the value of that vitamin D from the sun and just how the outdoor fresh air and the sunlight makes you feel. Every location doesn't offer an outdoor training space also. So to have the indoor and the outdoor plus, um, the recovery stations, like having the cryotherapy, that is just amazing. Yes, indeed. The Nike Just Do It headquarters has pretty much everything an athlete needs during the summer and fits perfectly in a city like L.A. Living in L.A., we have everything. We got the Santa Monica stairs. We got the beach, right? We got the um, the, the sand dunes down in Manhattan Beach. We've got... Right over here around the corner, we got the canyon. You know, we got Runyon Canyon. We got Malibu Canyon. Um, we've got the basketball courts down in Venice Beach. We got Muscle Beach down in Santa Monica. And then a plethora of gyms, you know, and every kind of method of training from hot yoga to, you know, Pilates classes to indoor cycling classes. So we got everything here. One of the reasons Jeanette works so well with athletes is that she can relate. When she was little, Jeanette had her own crazy dream, too. My Olympic-sized dream at five, girl, was just to get a goal. I mean, you're five years old kicking a soccer ball. I just wanted to get a damn goal so I could run around the field and take my shirt off and be like, goal! She may have never scored on the field in front of millions, but by the sounds of it, Jeanette has reached the rest of her lofty goals. And someone's clearly been watching the World Cup. We heard from three amazing women today, street skater Letitia Buffoni, gymnast Lori Hernandez, and trainer to the stars, Jeanette Jenkins. I gotta say, I'm inspired. Letitia, Lori, and Jeanette are just three of the many female athletes out there, motivating themselves and others to be their best. Maybe they're inspiring nine-year-old skaters like Sky Brown, or new moms running their first marathon, or women with too many things going on to make time for themselves but they're definitely inspiring this 25-year-old who's trying to stay in good enough shape to run a game and beat her buddies on 4th of July. So it's time to wrap things up because I gotta hit the weights here at Just Do It HQ. How will you chase your crazy dreams? If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. Every good review makes it easier for new listeners to find this show and hear from their favorite Nike athletes. Until next week, I'm Denise Jones, leaving you with these words from Jeanette Jenkins. Now go out there and get her done! <laughs>